Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Flux Campaign. Last we left off, our adventurers traveled to a desert planet inhabited by bug people. Unfortunately, the confrontation left Katham a little bit dead, and our party had to escape with the help of a mad person. Our team finds themselves back in Flux now, where they say goodbye to Katham. I'm Steve, and I'm your DM for tonight, and usually I play Theos. I'm Sarah, and I play Isabel, who uh, is a human character with multiple personalities. I'm Jackie, and I play Silva, a gnome ranger. I'm Tony, I play Puck, a changeling sorcerer warlock. Uh, Charlie checking in, I play Bardus, the Goliath cuddler. Uh, Eric here, formerly Katham, now playing Lokar. Uh, Dominic here. I play the Elven Cleric and Norin. Alright. So, we have said goodbye to our friend Katham. Well, I say friend loosely, more of an acquaintance, as we all literally arrived in flux maybe an hour before we were all kicked out into the unknown by our friend Neric. Anyways, at this point, a couple of days have passed in flux, during which time our intrepid adventurers Anorin, Gerard, and Bardis reappeared suddenly from a rift out of nowhere, unsure where they came from, as it's, to them it seemed no time had passed, they just reappeared after the event. During the two days... During the two days given for Silva to come to terms with the loss of her friend and for everyone else to uh, reaffirm their convictions, we find our party um, in Flux, which is now starting to operate more like a town. Services such as the tavern is open, um, serving some bootlegged liquor that they had to make in the basement with what materials they could find. Um, the blacksmith is open, doing minor repairs. The alchemist is starting to deal in some minor concoctions. Um, the uh, enchanter, Tim, has taken up residence at the tavern as of for now, as his enchanting store is not yet open, as he is still requiring time to set up. It is at this tavern that our team finds themselves sitting for a nice brew while introducing themselves formally to each other. Sup. <laughs> so, who is the guy that we buried? Um, I'm, I'm not quite sure we what buried happened him, in the right? last couple days. Um, well, there's a cleric here, so I'm pretty sure that there were proper rites and procedures done with burying of a dead body. I don't think there is a cleric here besides you, unfortunately. No, no, that's that's what I meant. Because you said two days had passed, so I'm assuming, like, you said we've come to terms with it, so I'm assuming we did... Just lying there on the floor, right where the portal ended? I mean, I think it was Silva who would decide what to do with him. She was the closest to him. What is the stew made out of? <laughs> oh, God. Limited <laughs> resource, remember that. Do you see any cows here? <laughs> oh god, I don't like this place. Wait, are there, wait, are there space whales now? There might. <laughs> Alright, um, I'm avoiding the soup right now. Okay. So, uh, alright. I'm assuming that Anorin, that's, that's you? Uh, yeah. did you do anything about the dead body? Well, I'll let, uh, I'll let Jackie decide what she would allow me to do things if she's had the closest relationship, you know, to the guy. I'm not gonna tread on any toes. I'm just gonna go to the door at the bar. Can I see where the portal ended? Is I can't remember. I just want to make sure he's not lying on the ground. <laughs> to be sure that the body was at least <laughs> yeah, or like, okay, the body's missing, but that's not good either. If we don't know, <laughs> like we did, like 
Do we forget to do something like three days ago? I feel like we forgot to do something. Cast the healer helped. Um. Oh yeah, we have kick ass. Cast the heal. Cast the healer helped us perform the ritual, and Anorin was nice enough to help. Yo. Alright, so was he buried or burned? Or just tossed off the edge of the world. Can we just go with burned at this point? <laughs> I would think so, seeing as we're like, since I don't think, I don't know where we would like dig to. Yeah. Alright, All right. we'll, we'll assume, we'll assume. So we buried him to put him back into the ground. To be back with nature. Right. Okay, you found so, a small plot of land in the castle courtyard, and you were able to bury him at the foot of a tree that was planted there. Yeah, you would have liked that. Alright, we'll go with that. And then I set the tree on fire. <coughs> oh, uh, I'm not sure if it works that kidding. way. No, 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 no just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Alright, so... Uh, well, I'm Puck. How are you and, guys? And as soon as you say that, a rift opens above the table, and out pops a giant hulking turtle. What the fuck? And oh. it lands, and it lands on the table with a loud thud, cracking the table in half with his weight as he lands there, sword drawn, looking around like he was in the middle of uh, something quite important, probably battle related. Bartender, I'm not paying for that. Stepping backwards, uh, Inorin draws his sword and gets out his like holy symbol and you know points it at him threateningly and you know asks, "What brings you here, strange creature?" So I take my shield and put it up, and he turns and he kind of like rotates around, trying to cover like mostly his front because his back is already pretty well protected. And he just, "Ah, uh, who are you?" I am Pack. Are you? <laughs> Am I gonna have to do how? Where the hell is Nero? I, I gotta uh, find out how many times I'm gonna have to introduce myself. You, you people speak common. That's good. I am a a turtle. Are 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 you not familiar with my race? You're, you're a turtle. No, you're no, a no turtle. just people falling on the table. I I did not plan to fall here. Last I was in battle with three different orcs and quite uh, unsure of where I was going to be headed next, and suddenly I felt very cold, and then I arrived here on a, your table. By the way, Lokar, you hear a gravelly voice behind you go, <laughs> fuck them orcs. And as you look behind you, you see another turtle. And he, he kind of like, look, yeah, he looks behind him and looks and goes, ah, there is a fellow turtle, so you mean me no harm. And he kind of points like, he's kind of ignoring the, the, the holy symbol pointed at him. Just because yeah. that's, that's not threatening. But anybody that has like a weapon at all drawn or pointed, he's like cut, trying to protect himself in that direction. Can you can you get off the table? Didn't I break the table? I think the table is destroyed. How, how much do you weigh? Uh, about uh, somewhere around 400, 450 pounds. Oh, God. Are we sure he didn't go through the floor? It, your, your ground seems very sturdy. Yeah, the floor, just... the floor is fine. It's it's paved stone floor. Bardus, without getting up from his chair, still holding his drink in his hand. Drink? And he offers it, uh, he extends it out towards <laughs> you. <laughs> and, and so Lokar just kind of goes, after the day I've had, and he puts the sword away and like mounts the shield like on a shell and just grabs the drink and, sh and just all down in one gulp. <laughs> We're gonna get along. You see Jamie walk up, look down at the table, sigh, and then uh, she points at Tim, who walks up, lifts the two halves of the table, puts them together, uh, mutters a spell under his breath, and the table is mended back into one. Hmm. Ah, a mender. This is uh, this is good indeed. I'm gonna just look up a little bit. Paranoid. I don't want a 400-pound turtle landing on my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, and point of order, if I look around, do I see uh, the blacksmith, the orc blacksmith around? 
No, the tavern space you're in is enclosed. Okay, I'm just just looking. I'm I metagaming it a little bit with my own knowledge of the city, but um, but I would look around and so nobody around me would seem threatening to me. So I'm I'm lowering my guard. You see no orcs in the general vicinity of where you are. At. Good. Anyway, uh, what's so I, I kind of your? Did you, I can't remember. Did you say your name? Uh, so um, yeah. So allow me to introduce myself to you. Find people in your ale. Uh, my name is Lokar Orkbane. I am. Uh, I'm a. a I, I guess you'd call it a, a paladin. I am a holy crusader for my. Uh, for my cause. And, um, yeah, last I was on a battlefield fighting several orcs, and I, I am now here. Um, I guess, hi. Well, uh, Anorin, uh, like, sheaths his sword and, uh, puts away his holy symbol. Uh, and, you know, bows and apologies. Like, forgive me, forgive my, uh, forgive my aggression. It's, uh, hard to know what's a threat I, around here. I totally understand. I just came crashing onto your table while you were having many drinks, and... I do apologize that I was in not in control of that. And just so everybody knows, when you look at Lokar, so he's like he's wearing like probably like a sash with uh, it's like blue, and then he has a shield and a sword and a shell. But he has a necklace on that has the shape of a moon, and then he actually has a uh, it's almost like a bandolier around, starting from his left shoulder down around the tip, and it just has several orc teeth that line it. Alright. Well, Lokar, uh, I'll be the first to say welcome to this broken world of apparently called Flux. Most of us are trying to figure out who each other are right now, too, so you're not alone. Oh, good. And did you, did you, did you say your name? Yeah, I said I'm Puck. Oh, okay. This That's is right. the third time. My, I, I, sorry, my turtle ears are a little hard to hear sometimes. They're really tiny. They are. I am called Anorin. We've all come from different worlds for some greater purpose. We're trying to figure out what that purpose is right now. Ah, we have commonality in our differences. That is, uh, that is most assuring. I'm Silva, and I like animals. Uh, I... Great. I, I like... I like my fellow compatriots... And my sword and shield, they protect me. My shell. Alright. I'm Flick, and I don't want to be here right now. This is all too too much. Too much. And I don't want to be... I, why am I the one having to deal with this right now? I'm not okay. We're all dealing with this. behind Puck. <laughs> it's alright. It's alright. You have a scared one behind you. It's alright, Flick. I am Theus, the... Uh, I guess you could say proprietor of this town for now. But this isn't fair. Uh, I, I turn around at, well, I try and guide her to a seat or a bar. It's probably better to hide at a chair than standing behind me. No, she's huddled on the floor behind you. So I'd say Lokar at this point, I think the only other person he really hasn't been introduced to, at least the, well, I mean, other than the townspeople, he turns to uh, the barbarian and kind of goes, and you, uh, giver of ale, uh, how might I address you? Bardus, I like to drink. Good man. And then he, like, like, he looks around and finds a couple more brews and hands one to you and slams one. And, and I shall do uh, so. I'm sorry. Before uh, before anything else, uh, we're level three now, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. So I I reach into my bag, my disguise kit, and I'm pretty sure that there's some fabric in there. I give it to Flick as like a blanket, just so <laughs> she feels a little more comforted. She takes the blanket and holds it as tight as possible to her body, and just. Why me? I, I I don't understand how I don't like be I don't like being out here, but they all make me come out. It's not okay. They? Yeah, they. This one seems troubled. You have no idea. 
I feel like I've been here five minutes and I've already learned so much. Here, uh, <laughs> can I can I get you a chair or something? Or a new personality? I'd rather not evoke that. Um, here, I, I bring up a chair to like I try and guide her to a table or a chair. Look out for turtles. Yeah, don't, yeah, God, that has me That's paranoid a joke. too. <laughs> I apologize. That was supposed to be that, a joke. No, I am look. I when you say that, I look up. <laughs> You're not funny. Flick goes over and fetal positions in the chair, still holding the piece of fabric. All right. I will say this is the fastest I've gone from combat to tavern in my entire existence. This is a. Uh... Quite nice. Quite relaxing, isn't it? Anyway. Indeed. Um, well, uh, one other thing I could, I guess, point out to you, and I, I lead you towards the door if I can. I kind of usher you there. Uh, please, and he slams like another drink and then follows you. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Steve, uh, can we see the... Uh, I guess the tower or the the main castle in place that we are staying. Yeah, I imagine it's kind of like all the businesses are kind of in a main town square that has a major road that leads up to where, like the college, the castle, and everything is. So I, you can point of order is the map drawer here. It's a, yeah. like the island is split into a big plus sign. The upper left-hand corner is where, like, the, the, like, I'll call it the engineering stuff happens. The upper right corner is where the college is. The lower right-hand corner is the cathedral. And the tavern is in the lower left-hand corner. But, yes, the actual, like, businesses, things like that are more towards the center. So, from there, we can probably see just about everything important. So, yes, you can see the castle tower and everything. Anyway, so, uh, Lokar... When this is all over with, uh, and you're tired and you want to stay the night, which we might do, we might not, over there is where we have set up our our nights. So the, the castle? Yeah, this place, aside from a few people that have been brought here, aside from who you see here, uh, this place is pretty much empty. But, but that's a castle. Yes. I'm, uh, this I'm used place to is... sleeping on a on a on a on like a cloth in a tent. Like that's a castle. If you don't want to upgrade, <laughs> that's fine. No, no, happy for the upgrade. I you understand ten minutes ago I was almost having my head bashed in by an orc. Well, uh you have a room in the castle, possibly. <laughs> He kind of hugs you in like a weird like I can't handle these kind of emotions type of thing. I'm not I can't be emotional, but I'm very grateful for this. At this point, I want you to roll a perception check. Okay. Uh, Low car. I figured it was for me. Uh oh shoot. I don't know what my stats are on this character yet. Uh <laughs> that is a plus 0 to perception, so that is a 12. That is a 12. You very you see you definitely see we decided he was, what, a full orc, half orc? He's half orc, right? I have the notes. Scroll, uh, scroll. Half. Half orc. You oh, see you see a half orc moving around a... moving a barrel from out from the back of what looks like an open-faced blacksmith shop from the back to the front next to an anvil filled with water. I as soon as I meet as soon as I see him, first thing I do, I like I kind of do it like kind of sneakily stealthily, like he hasn't noticed me yet type of thing. Like I kind of crouch and I grab the shield slowly and the sword, and then I just yell, "Orc!" and I start charging at him. I uh, <laughs> sleep. No, <laughs> I sleep him. Let's see. Can I like see? Can I see like uh, pull out my shield and like get between them? I don't know if anybody followed us out. But... Yeah. Did anyone actually follow <laughs> Puck and uh, Lokar out of the tavern? Oh no! Shit! No, then I can't do nothing. Pretty sure it was just me and Puck. So you would have the next thing you would have heard was me yelling orc, and I'm already in a sprint going at the orc. Yeah, like you can make 
you can make a run to the door to try and see him running, but as far as getting in his way, there's no time. Right, I, I guess I'll run, seeing as, you know, that sounds like a battle cry, I'll run to the door and see what the <laughs> oh, crap's going on. It was a battle cry. Did, how, one second. Alright, I need I to I didn't roll. realize you guys left, my bad. <laughs> one second, I need to roll some numbers. Are you trying to sleep me? Yes. Good luck! <laughs> Hearing that, Silva and Snowflake would have at least went to the door, and Snowflake would start playfully running with him. Oh, like that is a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's go get the orc. Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> Not to stop him, just to run. All right, there. so I can sleep up to thirty hit points. Oh, son of. A... <laughs> that is exactly my hit point. <laughs> Well, Puck, do you go ahead and do it? Meets yes, beats. I did. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I start running, and all of a sudden it's just... You just hear this loud <laughs> bonk as I hit the ground sleeping. Yeah, so Lokar is, like, more than halfway just sprinting at this half-fork blacksmith. Charging, battle cry, and Puck behind him just goes, Oh shit, sleep! And instantly, he just... Face plants and drags across the ground, stopping just in front of the barrel and the blacksmith. Snowflake uh. notices this, stops, and goes up and starts like <laughs> confusingly nuzzling and like looking at him. When do I get to roll to resist this? There is no safe on that. <laughs> How long does it last? A minute. <laughs> I'm like, ah, this is something. That's not that long in RP talk. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I go up and, uh, I go up to. Uh, oh, what was his name? Uh, a uh, blacksmith. Rag the re- the Ragnar, the half-orc. Ragnar, the blacksmith. Yeah. I can't you got uh, a you got a new friend down there. Yeah. Um, he just got out of a battle where he was. You just hear uh, killing after like remake orcs on whatever planet he was on. Um. Try and make yourself peaceful-like, or hide-ish, until we can explain that you're good. I mean, what's more peaceful than holding a barrel full of water? Alright, I'm gonna just- I'm gonna just quickly (laughs) disarm the- the turtle on the ground, if- he- he's face-planted, so- Oh, I'm pretty sure when he planted, at least his sword would've fallen. His shield's probably mounted to his arm, but- yeah, the yeah. sword. The sword. The sword is off to his side. Not right. not too far to reach, but you not in hand. Ten feet, if you want. I'm to. just gonna move that a bit. You know what? I'll I'll just make myself scarce for now. I'll see you later. And he just starts heading towards the back room and closing the door. All right. I, sh- I shout to the the bar. I'm not sure how far we are. Uh, hey guys. Uh, guys. Guys. I'm gonna go run up I'm gonna go run up to you know where they are there's no way I'm holding down a 400 pound turtle why are you holding down a no, 400 pound turtle? because he went to attack the blacksmith ah oh, crap alright Bartis stands right, up <laughs> Start pacing back and forth between the two. <laughs> Alright, so at this point, Lokar, you start to wake up. <laughs> so he wakes up and he kind of groggily goes, God. Ugh! And he gets up and starts scrambling for the sword. I have it hidden. Okay. I want to try to find it. If I can calm him down with persuasion, can I roll a persuasion to, like, say, you know. Uh, per the spell persuasion? Let's see. No, no, the skill persuasion. The skill. persuasion. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You can roll a persuasion. He is hostile. So go ahead. Right, I will honor the honor system. I'm going to roll now. Would it be a stealth or a... Okay. All right, I rolled an 11 and I have a plus four to persuasion. So it's going to be a 15. All what right, you... Honor with insight? I mean, you could counter with insight. Yeah, I mean, I mean at the same time. 
I mean, he's not lying to you, he's just trying to persuade you. But what are you trying to persuade me? Hold a friend. That, uh, that orc you saw, he's not an enemy. He's actually... He's no, actually I, need, I need to insight check this. Yeah, I mean, that, that's your character's prerogative. You can insight it's check it. It's a 10. It. It's a natural 10. Alright, well, you... So, I mean, with your history, you're kind of like... I don't know if I can believe that an orc is good, but he was a half-orc, so, you know, maybe there's enough good in him for now... He has given us no cause not to trust him. He's as much as, yeah. as, as he is as much invested in the success of our quest as, as any of us. Please, Fred, okay, he, not after Ashley. Lo, Lokar believes that he he will calm down for now, but in response, it's going to be a that orc needs to die. I cannot stand to have an orc around. He is not an orc of your world, friend. I need to verify that. So, Puck, where did you hide the sword? I I probably threw it into some. Let's see. Did you throw? <laughs> so, did you throw somebody? Somebody two blocks oh, over. Ah! Oh, what the fuck is sword? He just, he just chucked that sob and it went through a window and it's just. Uh, so Puck, roll me a stealth check. Will that be stealth or sleight of hand? Uh, well, um, I mean, well, no, I really... guess he's not hiding it from me in plain sight. He hid it from me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, stealth check. That was a, a nine. That was a nine? Alright, um, you literally just picked it up and stuck it in the barrel in front of Lokar. All he has to do is look down. I'm about to say, my natural perception is ten, so... <laughs> so, you look down, so you... So you're like, for now, we'll let him live, but he has to die eventually, because he's an orc. And as you're looking for your sword, you look down to your side at the barrel, and you see it shot a bit of the shine of metal in the barrel and realize it's your sword. Do not tempt this again, friend. I will. I'll figure out something with that orc, and he puts his stuff away. And just now he's kind of, like, angry. At which point, uh, Narak appears... Um, at the entrance of the blacksmith area, and goes, "Oh, as oh a, good." As a as a ferret now. Just getting out there because now we're level three, so she's a ferret. yeah. So now Narek is a ferret. Oh, 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 good. You you found the new friend. Doesn't seem that friendly. He is lost and confused. Many of us. I am friendly as long as it is not. First came here. The ferret starts to slink her way towards the group and stops in front of Lokar and looks up. Lokar, you look and you see this snow white ferret um, that was just speaking to the group, looking up at you. So you're the one that brought me here? Oh, oh, oh yes. I, I'm, I'm Narek. I'm, I'm the uh, something or other of this world. I'm not quite sure what that is but it's important i know that much uh, i brought you here like them to help me figure things out and try to uh, save my world okay so i have a couple questions for you first of all where'd that orc come from he he was chosen to uh help on the adventure for uh all of you he has that doesn't um... help me where is he from i'm i'm not sure the rifts they just pull in the people who are chosen. I do not know exactly where they come from. I am not happy of this. You could ask him. I could. That is that I need to get to the... Sword drawn. Um, and then... here. I thought I had another question for Narek. Um, oh, and, and then he kind of turns back to Narek and goes, I will need to go back to my planet after I've become a little stronger. I still have unfinished business there that I need to attend. I I, I understand. Um, I, I'm not sure if I can send you back to your world until everything is fixed here. But I mean, if it becomes an issue, I can, I can try my best. It will become an issue in time. Well, then I guess time is of the essence. It always is. <laughs> Too perfect timing. Wow. 
thought you silenced your phone. That was actually really good. <laughs> Leave that one in. <laughs> oh, I'm not taking anything out. These are oh, not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I mean, Narek then um gives you all time to settle Lokar and I mean and whatever you need to do. Um, I, I try to find a room in the castle that faces the blacksmith shop so I can keep an eye on the orc. <laughs> You find a room, um, it is not an actual, like, room, but it's kind of like a barracks that overlooks the outside of the castle wall. I just grab, like, a bed and I pull it over to the window, so basically from the window I can just, like, like, he'll be laying down all of a sudden, he's like, "Mm," and then he gets up and looks out there. Perfect, alright, sounds good. You, uh, renovate the, uh, barracks for the castle wall guard into your own bedroom, so you have a view of the town center where the blacksmith is. Strange that there are many clay pots in there. <laughs> and he hasn't broken a single one, because he's not a stupid elf. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. You got an elf here. I was making fun of Link. I know, I know, but still, you know, sensitivity, please. <laughs> God. Alright, so... After no car and everyone gets settled, you've all introduced yourselves. Um, Theus has busied himself with uh, helping the shops set up, try and get resources. Basically, he's trying to assert himself as kind of the uh, community leader for those who stay in flux while everyone else is adventuring. So he is going to be busy with that so that he is not going to be part of this session. He likes doing that. He does. He likes to wheel and deal. Um, so at this point, Narek, you hear him call for everyone in the ca- center of the castle. Um, h- hello, everyone. This 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 is Narek. Um, if possible, I would like you to um come see me at the uh, audience chamber of the castle when you have time. Please. By the way, Narek's a female. I, I know, I keep going back between he and she. I know, I kind of do too. That's fine. <laughs> uh, it's a so Lokar sh- shows up, and he's always got an eye over towards the orc. Unfortunately, you can't see the orc from the audience chamber. <laughs> oh, audience chamber. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Bardus will make his way over there. Over there. Uh, Anorin will also make his way over there. Isabel will head that way. It's not Flick. No, she's calmed down. Apparently the blanket did trick is it you still have the blanket is it a weighted blanket is she wearing no. a cloak <laughs> i'm no. imagining it i'm imagining it's like linus's blanket from peanuts that's what i imagined too <laughs> she's sucking her thumb <laughs> yeah, I about to say that <laughs> big billowing cloak that she must walk around with and feel majestic in didn't he use it as a parachute once too like that was pretty handy he used it as a cloak in an episode. He's used it as a cloak, a parachute. He's used it as a whip. Hey, didn't he say play like one of the wise men or something like that? And anyway. Oh yeah, he wore it as like a headdress thing. A turban or whatever, yeah. Uh, Puck, do you also make your way to the audience chamber? Yes, I do. All right. So does Silver and Snowflake kind of hanging against the wall, though. Kind of begrudging- grudgingly? Begrudgingly? Begrudgingly? Are you upset? Like there, but like I don't really want to go anywhere. But I'll, I'll listen. So yeah, Jackie's yeah. playing herself. Yeah. Jackie's playing herself. She's like me. Last time he sent his similar killed Kathan. Right, exactly. <laughs> um. So you all gather in the audience chamber. Narek is in the center. Uh, was the magic circle in the audience chamber, or was it in a grand hall? Where the ritual was was in yeah. a basement under. Basically, it was there was a st- set of spiraling stairs that was in the main thoroughfare of the castle. Gotcha. All right. So he meets all of you in the audience chamber and says, "Oh, great, great, you're here. Follow me, follow me." And he starts to lead you down into the ritual chamber. Ugh. I'm barely able to get my shell through the 
<laughs> I duck and continue on. All right. I, I guess I duck too since then. Uh, he, lead, he leads you down into the ritual room. Lokar, what you see is you see this large basement room with a large circle with a five-pointed star in the center of it. And it, you can... Uh, can you roll Arcana for me? Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Were you telling me or somebody else? Uh, Lokar. Okay. Uh, that is an eight. That is an eight. You can tell that there's some magic shit went down in here, but you don't know anything about it and you can't feel, uh, anything from it. You just know that this looks like magic. Okay. Um... Narak continues until he is standing on top of one of the points of the star in the center of the magic circle. Th thank you for following me down here. Um, I think I can sense something when I stand on this point, and I just think I can feel a connection to somewhere, and I kind of want to try and see if you can uh, scope it out and maybe see if there's anything important there that can link me to the past that I've forgotten. Do you believe this will help us in our quest to restore Flux? I think it, I think at this point anything could help. Death likely again? I mean I would I would certainly hope not. Well, no one said this was going to be easy, but any any aid we can offer, any clues we can gather, it should be worth it. Right, right. I thank you all again for your help with all of this. I understand that it's not ideal for you to be pulled into this, but it helps me so much, and I'm very grateful. Well, uh, I guess if we're going to go somewhere, we better get a move on. Hey, uh, right. Lokar, where are we going? If we go to, like, some planet of orcs, can you please not, like, frenzy or something? <laughs> that that I cannot <laughs> promise you. We need to work on your orc skills. Anything else, like, you so, have racism towards? The thing is, my name is Lokar Orcbane. Hmm. Not, not really a choice kind of a title that was given to me because of my ability to keep orcs at bay. So that means holding them back, not necessarily killing them on sight. Oh no, sorry. The orc bane implies that I destroy all orcs. <sighs> Good thing we don't know any. Yeah, if we arrive, if by some chance we arrive on your world, Lokar, we will follow your lead as far as the orcs go. But if we arrive on another planet, I only ask that you could exercise restraints until we can ascertain the orcs' motives. There's so many different worlds and so many different possibilities here, and I cannot, we cannot be certain that you know all peoples will be the same across all worlds. As long as I do not have to speak to the orcs and I can have my shield at ready and be ready for combat, I can, I can work with that. I, uh, a shift into an orc. All right. He shield bashes you. I'm not standing <laughs> next to you. <laughs> he attempts this, to this near you to shield you. <laughs> he kind of knows it's you, I'm sure, because you just did it in front of him. But he's not yes. happy with your with your uh, action. So Bardus will attempt to step in if it doesn't if he doesn't change back quickly. <laughs> Lokar notices your behavior and is not pleased. <laughs> I shift into Lokar. Or your actions have disturbed Lokar. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, guys, settle. Oh. Is this any any more appealing to you? Let's let's get this moving on. I am tired of this mockery. Oh, okay. Yes, we yes, we can we can move on. All right, everyone. Uh, hold on to something, and you see this ferret stand up on its hind legs. It's 
elongated midsection sticking straight up as you see its little paws stick up as it looks up and starts to wave its little paws in the air like it just doesn't care. And you start Jesus. to feel... <laughs> I light my lantern and start swaying it back and forth. <laughs> and I just go... The cheat is grounded! And you see... And you um, and you feel a buildup of magic as the point of the star that he's standing on starts to glow softly, and you can hear kind of like cracks of lightning and thunder, but you can't see it as a rift starts to open at the center of the circle. And it just continues to grow, but as it's growing, it's kind of wavering like it's... Like, it's almost like it's fighting against opening, like it's trying to reseal itself as Narek just continues to focus and try to open it wide enough to fit ev everyone through until finally it just snaps open and Narek looks to you all and goes, I can keep this portal open for a while, but the magic is resisting it so strongly wherever this leads. I might not be able to keep you there long. You might be forced back after an amount of time. I recommend that any trips you make to this world, they be quick. Let's go. And Lokar jumps in. Panorin mm. follows right after. I, I jump in too. So Lokar, Anorin, Puck. I jump in. <sighs> Silva feverishly writes in a journal she'd taken out, hates Orc, turns a page or two, ferret question mark, and then shoves it <laughs> shoves it in her yeah, in her clothes and then runs in. It's nothing. Alright. Bardis shrugs. Well, here we go again. And jumps in. Alright. And with that, everyone has jumped into the portal. Um, last time when you came through the portal, it was fairly instantaneous transport. You just kind of jumped in and immediately were ejected out into the sand of the previous world. Um, this one, you almost feel like the energy of the portal is clinging tightly to you as if it's trying to repel you like you're walking through a really dense spider web until finally you just push your way through... And there's a crack of thunder as each of you come out of the portal, standing on a mountainous ledge with rocks and brown grass overlooking what looks like a small uh, plateau. Is it brown grass? Brown grass. And Lokar just kind of gets through the portal and goes, Oh, why is it so cold? Actually, yes, you're on top of you're on the ledge of a mountain about halfway up and it is quite cold. But it doesn't I'm in, feel I'm in the portal and then he comes out and goes, "Oh, it's even worse out here." Yes. So, Lokar comes through. Uh next up, Anorin comes through. You come up behind Lokar and you see the same thing. You're on the you're on a ledge on the side of a mountain with rocks and brown grass overlooking a small plateau. A harsh land, it seems. Uh, then Puck comes out. Again, mountainous ledge, rocks, brown grass. Getting used to walking with no toes. <laughs> At least this place is better than the last one. <laughs> uh, Isabel pops out. Well, Kyle pops out. This doesn't look normal or healthy. Or why are we here? And as Kyle says that, uh, Silva pops out. And do a whoa. And okay. then I, I want to, like, investigate. I mean, investigate the area. Like, I guess a nature check. All right. Get a lay of the land. As you start to do as that, Bardis. Out, yeah. As soon as you start to do that, Bardis also comes out. Bardis looks around. And as he browses little by little, he gets a little more excited, showing a little bit more of emotion than he's, he's seen or he's shown so far. A little giddy, a little excited, takes a deep breath and goes, My home? Ah, that mountain air, right, Goliath. 
Uh, just like home. <laughs> well, except for ja that. Jackie, give me a uh, give me your go ahead and give me your nature check. Seventeen. Seventeen. All right. You bend down at the you bend down to the knee at the grass, and as you inspect it, placing your placing your hand against it, the grass starts to crumble in your fingers like it's made of ash. This is not a healthy plant. This plant has been deprived of any nutrients in life. Artist is going to attempt to climb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me a climb check. I'll sadly look at the crumbling grass like, oh, it's dead. Does he look like, uh, does it look like Bardis is climbing to a better view? Uh, yeah, you know what? You guys look up as you follow Bardis's ascent up the side of the mountain, and you realize you're probably about at the halfway point of the mountain, and Bardis seems like he is very interested in getting to the peak. So right yeah. now we have either up or down? Right now you have either up or down. Uh, down you can see that there is a plateau, and far off on the far end of the plateau, you can see that there what looks like might be a small village. Roll twenty-five athletics check to begin or to just climb the mountain very excitedly. Home, 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 home. Oh, oh yeah, you're like just reaching up, grabbing handholds in the side of the mountain, and just lifting yourself up, just using your upper body. Like your legs aren't even barely are, are barely doing any work as you're just throwing yourself up <laughs> handful at a time. Nice. Seems like a good idea. Uh, low car is going to try to climb too. All right, roll me a climb. Oh, that's a seven. <laughs> I was going to say, what's the turtle look like as it falls down a mountain? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that bad. It's just not going to be it, it wasn't that bad. He's going to attempt to climb. He's going to probably get about 10, 15 feet up before his turtle hands just can't seem to get as good as a grasp as Charlie's Goliath can. <laughs> and he slips and starts to fall down the side of the mountain back to the ledge that he started on. Bardis is like laser from like American Gladiators right now on that wall challenge, just plowing right up. <laughs> and right? Like a contestant. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, everyone will notice this as you look up. The sky is not blue. It is a dark sunset red, and any clouds you see in the sky... All right, dark purple. Whoa, Bardis isn't home. <laughs> yeah. I see. Is there anything else I could see from the town? Uh, I mean, you can see that from the mountain, the plateau that leads to the town is looks like it's mostly made of farmland. Um, it looks like a small village with a very basic small wood, wood wall built around it um doesn't look very big just looks like maybe could fit maybe 50 to 100 people at most so from the plateau we could walk to the village so from the plateau so you could go down the side of the mountain to the plateau and you could walk across the plateau which is mostly farmland and the village is on the far side of the plateau from where you are now so we can see it because we're above it Yes. We don't know what's above us right now. No, you know that there is a mountain peak above you, and that's it. So he kind of looks up and goes, Drinking buddy, there's a village back that way, and points down at the village. I'm not interested in the athletic part of climbing up the mountain right now. <laughs> Going downhill's easier-ish. How far is Bardis at that point? <laughs> um, I mean... Climbing speed for you at a 25 would be about the same as your movement speed. Um, I would say you've probably gone up 90 feet, maybe 100. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's just going at it like single-minded drive mountain climb. Um, while you guys have been talking, investigating, whatnot. So, yeah, um, I'd, I'd say climbing. he's... Yeah. I'd say he's pro Bardis is probably going to take another... At the rate he's going, just scaling the side of the mountain rather than like trying to trail it, he could probably get up there maybe like 15-20 minutes to the top. 
It's a rather tall mountain. Say 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. Hmm. Little card just kind of looks at the group and goes, what do we want to do? Do we want to go up or to the village? All right, down. I don't feel like climbing. I say we go to the village and gather information. Mind if I sneak ahead? Is that what you like to do? You gonna go find orcs for me to kill? Tiny man, and he kind of pokes you. Right. Shift into a turtle bigger than you. Poke you back. No, that's not exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to find out what's happening down there. Not everything needs to be dead. Says you. I prefer conquest. Enough. This argument serves no purpose. We don't have much time to. Uh, we don't have much time to find the clues that we're looking for here. Let's right. go. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna shift. The, I'm not gonna be a turtle anymore. I'm gonna shift back to my original outfit. Any of you, uh, magicy types, able to send a message up to our Goliath friend up there to tell him that we want to go down to the village? Throw a rock. That's not very magicy. I just yelled, Bardus! There's a village down there! I tried that. I don't know if you can hear us anymore. And then Snowflake growls really loudly to try to get his attention. Uh, Bardus, roll me a perception. Yeah, roll me a perception. (laughs) Absolutely. Hey, Jackie, can you make that roaring noise for me? Well, I roll a nine, so do I hear? So some- you, you hear the wonderful sound of mountain air blowing past your head as you climb la- higher. All right. Um, he won't climb to the very top if it's as high as you say, but after he gets up high enough to get like a really, really good perspective um, vantage point of like the about as far across the horizon as you can see uh, and a place where you could stop and you know comfortably actually stand and or sit yeah um that's as I, far as he'll go so i'll say you probably went up the side of the mountain for like a total of like maybe six seven minutes to get to a really good vantage point um and i want you to roll me another perception all righty <laughs> I, um... Holy shit, there's dogs up here. <laughs> <laughs> Roll initiative. <laughs> How'd the corgi get up here? <laughs> yeah, he's a loud one. I, uh, in the direction of uh, Bardis, but near us, not like above the tree line, uh, kind of flat, I create a minor illusion of just a blinking arrow of where we're headed. Okay, you do that. <laughs> it's like a video it's, game. <laughs> uh, 12 perception for Bardus. 12 perception. You can see the village across the far end of the plateau from your current location. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> Damn. It's, it's only like going to be there for a minute. <laughs> you can... Yeah. You, I mean, you can see other mountains further in the distance, but they're kind of hazy due to the distance, but you don't see, like anything else that's like of import or that you would um be able to be like oh you know this and this is interesting you you just see plateau farmlands village mountains in the distance yeah no no problem makes sense um realizing that climbing up higher will accomplish nothing and not getting any sort of good look He'll spend a couple minutes looking around, uh, trying his best, but um, after that, he'll have to start heading back down. And judging by the the way that the sky looks and sort of somehow the terrain is with the, the plant life and whatnot, I'm, he's probably going to start drawing the conclusion that this is not his actual home, despite what he was hoping. So yeah. it's going to be a sad climb down. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Tilda had readied an arrow, and if he hadn't turned around and started coming down, she was going to shoot it up 
towards him? Not at him, but towards him to get his attention. But Shoot him in the butt. Shoot him in the butt. But then when I see him start coming down, I just like try to discreetly well, put it away. Well, he'd be up there yeah, staring around for a little while, though. Yeah, so, like, if you guys decided to move forward without him, because Puck said he was putting a glowing arrow illusion up for him to follow. You probably um, would have shot it, yeah, so to be honest, because he would be up there for a couple minutes. Yeah. Okay, I would have shot it. Alright, roll... I want you to roll an attack, just to see what happens. Roll to hit me in the butt. I don't want <laughs> Hit him in the butt. Uh-oh. I, too, would like to see an ass shot. A 20! <laughs> a nat 20? Dirty no. 20. Dirty 20. Okay. <laughs> okay, because it was a natural 20. Oh, yeah, that's a butt shot. But, but I uh... was aiming for him. I was aiming, like, so if he was actually, well, I guess the yeah. timing, if he was on his, either on the ledge. I wouldn't yeah, but, but I mean, you're also fighting against, like, the uh, stronger winds at the top yeah, of the mountain. So, you know. But either way, you got a 20, which is enough to not hit him. It just lands to the side of his head into the rock wall. Just to get his attention. Roll to not hit your target. Whoa, holy crap. <laughs> so then I start waving my arms. And still keep growls again. <laughs> Wait, I miss it. Jakey, can you make that growl again? No, just once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can listen to it again and again and again <laughs> later podcast to uh, listen to more of my growls. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. You can make it a, your notification ringtone. Wow. Okay. Uh, Alright. <laughs> so, imagine it now with the creeps. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Bardis starts to make his way back down. Does everyone wait for Bardis to come back down, or do you push forward without him? Uh, I will wait. I'm pretty sure that, well, if Puck started moving forward, Lokar was going to just kind of go too. Puck, are you moving ahead? Yeah, I was leaving the arrow behind. Okay, so Puck and Lokar then will move ahead. Um, Every once in a while, I wave my little finger in the air and just create another blinking arrow. <laughs> <laughs> How long do those last? Only a minute. <laughs> oh, Is wow. that a cantrip? <laughs> yes. Nice. All right. Uh, and then what is Kyle doing? She's waiting. All right. So Anorin, uh, Silva, and Kyle are waiting for Bardis while Puck and Lokar push ahead. I don't All right. I, I wouldn't go very fast. I'd be going probably about half speed knowing that everybody else is kind of waiting behind. But just what kind about, of doing a little bit of a scout. But... What about you, Puck? How fast are you moving? I'm moving at normal speed. I am not a turtle. Are you, are you are you moving at a full 30 per 6 seconds, or are you just kind of, like, walking? I'm moving ahead. I want to scout. Alright, so you're scouting. Uh, not, um, like, I'm not running. I'm just no. moving ahead. I'm going to say you're just moving slightly faster than Lokar, as you're kind of just, like, uh, moving around rocks and just kind of peeking around edges and stuff as you're making your way down the mountain. And it's, it's not like a... Uh, the how is the path? Is it basically heavily wooded, or is it like there's a clear fairway? I mean, there that they know where to follow, or it? I mean, there's a. Am I being a dick? A little bit of a dick, but um, at the halfway point of the mountain where you started from, the path is mostly clear. I mean, there's large rocks and there's brown grass. There's not really many trees probably evidenced from the fact that the grass is brittle and turns to ash when touched like it's dead so there's probably not much growth on the mountain besides the grass hmm. it's mostly rocks i'll wait a little bit <laughs> for Lokar to catch up and maybe see if i see more people oh i'd be doing like half speed just letting everybody else catch up too yeah but and, i but... just don't want to yeah, well, but if, get there before you, that's all. If Puck is also scouting at a regular speed, he's not moving that much faster than Lokar. Because if you're taking the time to like move around rocks and check before you move forward, then you're probably moving maybe a slightly faster than he is if you're being careful. Okay. Because he's just walking. Okay, I wasn't sure if it's like all of a sudden I could barely see him. 
No. No, no, no. Like, he is just maybe like 10, 15 feet behind you as you're moving forward. Yeah, I'm not like scouting, but I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of walking and just kind of watching the area, seeing if anything's coming up on us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, and we will be back.